The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank, recognising Australian teachers and school leaders in the 2020 Commonwealth Bank Teaching Awards. Find the full list of winners at teachingawards.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday the 2nd of April. In your Squiz today, US modelling predicts at least 100,000 COVID-19 deaths. An update on petrol prices and house prices, a silver lining to slowing down, and what a month of quarantine looks like in our three-minute squiz. This is your squiz today. The US is really bracing for the impact of COVID-19. Claire, official modelling released there shows that 100,000 to 240,000 deaths is the best case projection for the spread of the coronavirus. It's a really startling number. It is, and this isn't just some academic from some university. This is the official modelling that US President Donald Trump released yesterday with his top health officials. It was also matched with a plea to Americans to adhere to to the government's mandated restrictions. Three out of four Americans are currently living under those. They've officially overtaken China's reported deaths. The scenes in New York are particularly harrowing. They are. And of course, Donald Trump, who only last week was really expressing a bit of chutzpah, trying to talk about, you know, reopen by Easter and, you know, the sort of general scepticism about how big a deal it actually was. But he said that those scenes from New York are really the ones that has turned his mind, as well as this modelling that the experts uh, presented to him showing that number of deaths. And that was the best case scenario. So it was important that those restrictions stay in place, which they are going to do for another month. You mentioned that official modelling that's now driving his response. Do we have something similar here? We do, and the government has been working on that. Deputy Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly said earlier this week that, of course, as a model, it changes every single day, but there would be some sense of it a bit later this week. We don't know whether that means that the government plans on releasing the model, just like the US did yesterday, but apparently will become a little bit more clear. Looking now at our current numbers, the death toll in Australia rose to 21 yesterday and we have 4,864 cases. Doctors are urging Australians, especially older ones, to get the flu jab as soon as possible, Claire. What officials have said is that if you're in that age group uh, or if you're someone who is vulnerable to these kind of uh, complications, get the flu shot because if you get coronavirus and the flu, it could be a really bad situation. And of course, we need to reduce that pressure on, on anything else that could be coming for our medical system. Exactly right. We've seen a fair bit of trouble with cruise ships during this pandemic, but there's trouble with a ship of a different kind down in Melbourne. More than 60 dock workers are refusing to unload a cargo ship that's arrived from China. There's a dispute between DP World, the logistics company, uh, their employer, about the safety of the products that are on board that ship. It came from China. It's carrying things like toilet paper and surgical masks and tin food. They've been designated as fairly important products at the moment. Uh, but what the workers are concerned about is that the virus could live within the containers and the employer, of course, says that's not the case. 
taking a look now at global numbers, there are 905,000 confirmed cases across the world. The death toll in Europe has now passed 30,000, with Spain and the UK having particularly horrible days yesterday. Indonesia has now declared a national state of emergency, with a study showing that up to 250,000 Indonesians could die by the end of April. They've only just closed their borders to foreign travellers, Claire. It's something that has been a question mark for some time about how Indonesia was handling it. Of course, um, these studies are around that do project uh, what a bad case situation might be. But yeah, a little bit will become more clear over the month about exactly what situation Indonesia's in. Over to Venezuela now. It's a country that's been in a political and economic crisis for years. The US have imposed crippling sanctions in an attempt to pressure left-wing military-backed President Nicolas Maduro to step down. With the added pressure of the impacts of coronavirus on the people of Venezuela, the US are now offering a new deal here, Claire. The deal is that if both major political leaders step aside and allow a temporary council to be put in place until new elections happen, that it will lift its crippling economic sanctions. It's not so much an appeal to Maduro to step aside the president there, uh, because of course he won't. It's an appeal to Venezuelans to look at that as a deal and put pressure on those political leaders uh, to try and break the nexus back home now and it's definitely a hard time if you're looking to sell your house right now with open houses being cancelled and any auctions being held off site. The latest property data shows that while house prices were slightly up in March, the uncertainty of the COVID-19 pandemic could see them start to fall. Home prices rose by an average of 0.7% across the capital cities. There were big gains in Darwin uh, and also in Sydney. But looking a bit further into the year, there's predictions that home prices could fall by at least 5% and maybe up to 20%. It does seem like a cruel touch of irony, Claire, that petrol prices will be likely to be less than a dollar a litre, just at the point we're all going absolutely nowhere. Prices are set to hit an 18-year low as Saudi Arabia, Russia and now Iraq flood the markets with cheap oil. There are still concerns about price gouging at the Bowser, though. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen dollar a litre petrol. And as you say, we're not getting in the car and going (laughs) anywhere, are we? we? Because we're staying at home. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, looking, uh, of course, though, at where prices should be, the NRMA says that retailers have been way too slow to bring prices down. And if you look in a market like Sydney, there's price differences of up to a record 70 cents a litre across the city. So it's putting pressure on those retailers to bring prices down more quickly. One of the side effects, though, from everyone slowing down, staying inside and not going anywhere is the reduction in pollution. And that's good news for stargazers. Yep. If you want to look up and get your um, telescope or whatever it is, even just your eyes, if you're probably out in the country, you can (laughs) see a whole lot more. There's clearer skies because pollution is down. Uh, That's because there's not the planes in the sky. There's not the industry at work at the levels that it used to. Uh, And of course, road traffic is down quite significantly. So that drop in pollution levels around the world really has cleared things up. 
Another good side effect of everyone staying inside is the funny things that are coming out of people's video calls that they're sharing on social media. We in Squiz HQ jump on a video call every morning to touch base ahead of another day working from home. Claire, is there any chance you're going to chuck a filter on anytime soon? I'd really like to chuck a filter on and I would do exactly as the lady has done that we've put into the email today. (laughs) She put a filter on uh, the boss of this meeting to turn herself into a baked potato and I thought she looked rather fetching with her beautiful uh, eyes and lips but um, no I, I don't think that'll be in our meeting I don't think I'd want to change back and that could be a problem with external <laughs> meetings I think head to the squiz today email if you want to check that one out it's good for a chuckle We've got a three-minute squiz today, Claire. It's with squizzer Charlotte Ganinen. She's actually was travelling in Peru when that got put under lockdown and spent two weeks in quarantine there. She's arrived back in Sydney and is facing another two weeks in quarantine. Pretty unique perspective. Oh, man, and it's a good read about the things that she's learned about herself. (laughs) What I've taken the subject line for the email today is from that. Uh, It's a Van Halen lyric, I get up and nothing gets me down. Uh, One of the other lyrics of that song, of course, is that you've got to roll with the punches and that's what Charlotte says that she's done and it's held her in good Mm. stead. She's got a great attitude about it. Head to the Squiz Today email to have a read of Charlotte's three-minute squiz. I think that's all from us. Have a good Thursday and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.